One of the worst kept secrets in the CHL has finally been confirmed. That is that the Kingston Frontenacs, Niagara Ice Dogs, Saginaw Spirit, and Sioux Greyhounds will all bid for the right to host the 2024 Memorial Cup presented by Kia. My name's Scott Van Kuna, and joining me now is the GM of the aforementioned Greyhounds, Kyle Raftus. Kyle, how nice is it to finally be able to talk about this? Yeah, it's exciting. Obviously, there's been lots of conversations uh, behind closed doors over the last little bit of some planning and getting some, uh, you know, things organized on our side of things. But it's nice that it's uh, officially public because I know it was very hush-hush there for a long time. So, no, it's exciting. Now, you guys were going to bid on the 2021 Memorial Cup that unfortunately was canceled because of COVID. Uh, what made you guys want to bid again this time? I think, you know, we felt a little bit like we were so ready for that point. You know, going back to that year, I think just seeing the energy for the city and the commitment from the community, how well they responded, because, you know, you're, you're, you're never sure. There's always conversations whenever it was coming around to the OHL, the host of like, hey, would you guys ever think to it? And a lot of people always thought it was going to be something that a big market was going to be more of a situation. And I think when we saw kind of the, the passion and like just the excitement in the community that we just thought if we have another shot at that, we think we're ready. Like we have to seriously look at it. And uh, I'm glad we did. Well, you've been in the Sioux for eight years now, and this spring it'll be the, the 30th anniversary since the Greyhounds won in 1993. So what is that that vibe in the around the Sioux right now? No, I, you know, there's still a lot of people that kind of co have conversations about those early 90s teams in the Sioux when they finally got it done at, on, you know, home soil when last time they hosted the, the joke is that they only had a, a few weeks to pull that together with after the super series and I think for you know a lot of people you know whenever you can go deep runs you get to see that passion and go through playoffs and you know fathers that have been there going with your dad different family members that have kind of been a part of it over the years so I think it's a real family atmosphere and at the same time I think a lot of people have a lot of fond memories of those teams and obviously any team that goes deep is you know you're you're talked about for a long time in the Sioux and they're very proud of their Greyhounds moving forward as well. It we touched on a little bit, but how much did the preparation for the 2021 bid um, help you guys get ready? And, and obviously the bid process is still going on and, and still lots to do, but how, how much is that preparation from 2021 helping you guys this time around? Yeah, I think it gives you a good foundation. I think there's always things you want to build on when you're kind of putting together a bid. There's stuff you're working on and you, you continually work at it. And obviously we didn't get even to the chance of actually presenting it. So it was kind of something that you've been thinking about you know, for, you know, good and bad, you've been thinking about it a lot over the last, you know, couple of years, just how, you know, what, what could have you done, should have, could have, what, and it gives us another opportunity to kind of perfect that a little bit more. But at the same time, it's going to be a little bit of a different, you know, feel from what we were looking at last time, because there was previously, you weren't sure who was going to be allowed in the building, how it was going to kind of play out that way, but we're excited that everything's back to, to normal and we get to put on a, you know, a great show and show everybody outside of the Sioux what going to a, a Greyhound game's like, and not only just the city, the community, the fan base, and, and the team as well so it's yeah it's it's exciting that it's finally here and we're, you obviously a lot of work still to do but it, it's kind of uh cool that we get to go public with it now the first thing people are going to do is they're going to pull up the standings and they're going to see sue greyhounds near the bottom of the standings right now I, I know you guys are a younger team but uh maybe take us through um the roster a little bit and and just why you guys will be competitive next year well, I think for us, you know, it's still early in the year. I think even as you mentioned my eighth season, like this is something that we as an organization don't decide to do very often. It's something that, you know, when we looked at the roster, looked at what was coming, potential, potential of Memorial Cup, it was something that, 
instead of putting a little patches into the season and seeing what we could do, we decided let's really go young with it. And that's something I I've never done since I've been the Sioux. It's always been a spot where, you know, you want to be competitive and then see where you're at the trade deadline. If you want to add to kind of push it over the top, then you do that. And I think that's something I've had the support of, you know, any coaching staff I've had there over the last couple of years, you know, our board, our ownership has always been on the same page and that's kind of how we've established it. And I think this year wasn't a case of, you know, not trying to be competitive. It's more of, let's see where our young players are going to do. Let's take a step this way. And I think, you know, taking those learning experiences here in November are going to pay off come February. And I think with our group here, you know, if you, if you look at a lot of our, you know, shoot, lack of shootout and overtime success could put us in a little bit different spot. And I th still think there's a lot of improvements that we need to do both, you know, for the players we have right now, as well as bringing in others. But at the same time, I think it's, you know, there's still a lot of this season left and we're going to see where we're going to end up as the year goes on, but we're excited about our young core. And I think we're really in a good spot in situations in the lineup where we need to be this year and moving forward for next year. So I think that's the most exciting part. Only two players on the roster are guys that weren't drafted or signed by, by the Greyhounds. So how much does uh, giving them the younger guys, the experience this year um, that an older team might not, give their younger players uh, how much is that going to help you guys next year yeah I think that's always the key to the balance whenever you're kind of that developing versus winning and I think we always try and walk that line very closely and I think a lot of times when you're in a competitive winning environment that speeds up the development process no doubt and I think that's what we've seen over the last little bit and I think with our group right now just with our graduating class last year I think there was a little bit of you know, it was tough to kind of gauge some of the development of some of that 04, 03, even the 05 class that missed a year of crucial hockey, whether it was their 16, 17 or 18 year old year. So I think we wanted to just see what we have with this group. Obviously, we're excited about it when you kind of see what how they're trending. It's always tough, you know, to prove to that when people don't see them with the work they put in day in and day out, you know, but when you're part of the organization, you get to see that side of it. And I think for us, it's just we believe there's a core here that can really take a step here and that we want to see them take a step and we want to obviously insulate them as well as we can but at the same time you have to let them have those reps that they're not going to get if you if you have an older team and you know if you look at our blue line last year we graduated all top four everyone signed a pro contract moved on it was tough to get reps for those younger d and i think we're, we're seeing it right now and i think we're seeing you know the benefits of that right now in terms of some of our younger D already 20 games into their, you know, rookie seasons on what steps they've taken. So I think that's just a small example of where they're kind of that growth is coming from. And I, I'm excited to see where the next 40 games go for. How excited are the guys in the room knowing that there's a, a chance of potentially playing for the 2024 Memorial cup? Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. We haven't, we try to not make it too much of a focus right now because it was kind of, you know, everyone's excited about it and they mean it the right way, but it's sometimes those things can get out a little quicker. So we haven't had too, too many discussions about it. Um, but I, you know, you can just feel the buzz, especially when you get a lot of players that are, are younger, which our team's built like, and they know they could be a big part of that moving forward. So I think I'm sure that excitement will come, but right now we're just trying to stay focused on uh, the week to week of uh, this OHL season. Well, you played in the 2006 Memorial cup in Moncton. Uh, you guys, your only win was against the eventual champions, uh, the Quebec Ramparts, led by uh, Alex Radulov and and coached by Patrick Waugh. So does that experience help you give a different perspective on what you need to, how you need to construct a team and, and what you need to do to be able to have success at, at these events? Yeah, definitely. That, that was a team that obviously, you know, didn't make a ton of changes even in that year, kind of, you know, had 
pretty much brought back a majority of the team from the year before where they were the division champions, able to take a run kind of back-to-back years. And I, I think it's something that really sticks out in your head about what it takes to kind of build that group, how tight-knit you really have to be on those good teams and and a group of guys that weren't kind of focused on too much of the future. You know, sometimes you see players that are high draft picks that are so just ready to get started in a pro. That, that whole group was in it together. And that's not something that, you know, can be told outside of the room. That's just something that you can kind of feel when you're a part of it. And I think it's something that, you know, still stay in a lot of contact with a lot of those guys, you know, even had our captain of that team, Jamie Tarp was an assistant with us even up to last year in the Sioux. So it's kind of something that when you find that special group of people, you, you understand how much that impacts on the ice as well too. And, and I think when you have these deep runs going through the OHL is not easy. Um, obviously when you get a chance to host Memorial cup, it's a whole different dynamic right from day one. But I think at the same time, it's very similarly built because you have to understand the pieces both on and off the ice that it takes to, you know, create that and cultivate that winning environment. How weird is it for you? Uh, it, it mustn't feel like it was that long ago that you were playing in that Memorial Cup, but now you've got players on your team that weren't even born then, or or the majority of them were still in diapers when when you were playing at that cup. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it too much until you until you pointed that out. But uh, no, it's true. It's, it's crazy how fast those times go, and I, I think you kind of. Um, it's, it's no different than every player playing junior hockey. The time goes very quickly. Uh, I think it's something that you, you're always working towards. And then all of a sudden it kind of, those years fly by and that's for a good reason when you're having fun and, and doing something that you love. So I think for, you know, looking back, it was a long time ago. I, I still think that's the goal for us. I've been a, you know, fortunate to be a part of a lot of great teams, both playing junior and now with the, the Sioux team, Sioux as well. And I think it's something that, you know, I'm excited personally about kind of building this next step for, for our team. And I, I know, you know, our organization's ready for it and we can't wait to get started here. As the GM, do you reach out to other GMs that have uh, put together teams for the Memorial Cup or or been in the bid process before and, and just pick their brains a little bit? I did during the COVID year, we had chatted with a few different people just because it was, you know, everybody was so desperate to talk about hockey when we were kind of hurry up and wait whether we're getting started or not. So I chatted with a few different people just about different, you know, techniques of some of kind of, had a lot of notice in terms of, hey, they're four years out, they're going forward or different kind of views on that side of things. And whether it was necessarily like, you just have to be ready for the tournament or do you want to be ready? There, there's different you know philosophies on everybody. And it was it was interesting just to pick that side of, of their brains and see where their kind of mind's at. But yeah, I'd definitely be in touch with some more people as we go through just to kind of, not to say you ever copy anybody, but you want to kind of pick something here or there. If you can kind of bring in some extra knowledge for the group, I think it's important for us because you only get one shot at this. So I think it's something that, you know, as much as we're excited about, you want to make sure you're as prepared as possible leading into the summer and leading into next year on top of it. Well, we've talked about the team. What does Sault Ste. Marie, the city, offer uh, that, you know, some of the other cities uh, can't offer or don't offer? Yeah, I think even as I played in the league, I didn't play, I didn't get the chance to play for the Greyhounds. But I think when you get up there and you're you're a part of the organization, you don't realize how much it really means to the city. And I've played in some you know older teams in the OHL, and you kind of everyone talks about you know similar lineage. But when you're talking about the hockey game in the Sioux, it's the Greyhound game, and I think it's something that when we've been lucky enough to go on some runs where you're playing late in May. You don't understand how much it really means to everybody there in terms of, you know, the importance of that team, seeing those players move on and do great things. There's the pride they take of anybody that comes up there and is willing to compete and, and play their heart out for that team. It's they're 
they're never forgotten up there. And I think it's something that they're, they're so proud of that organization. They, they wear every loss and they wear every win, you know, equally, whether you're watching a game on TV, listening to it on the radio or in the stands. And I think it's something that it didn't really hit home to me until, you know, even that first couple conference finals runs, you go to finals, you just, you really can feel it take over the city. And it kind of gives me chills even with that opportunity to get us back to that spot too. So I, I think for a lot of people, they hear about the Sioux, they probably know the Greyhounds, but they haven't spent much time there. And I think it's going to be a great time to showcase the city on top of uh, a great tournament as well. I can uh, I can attest to that. I have relatives that are longtime season ticket holders up there. And every time uh, they talk to me, it's it's always about the, the Greyhounds and what's going on and, and how they could be better or, or how good <laughs> they are. So... Um, what, what are the, what are the next steps for, for you guys as an organization through this bid process? Yeah, I think for us, it's just more getting everybody aligned, whether it's, you know, different partners in the city, it takes a lot of people to, you know, run a tournament like this, a lot of volunteers, you know, outside the organization. So I think it's a little bit more of organizing that because that's something that's tough to do before everything comes official. But, you know, a lot of the, you know, planning is going to start to begin in terms of just making sure that we're ready and, you know, seeing any, maybe if there was any holes we felt in our last kind of bid of what that might have been, if we can kind of patch those up before we get going. And then obviously keeping an eye on the on ice product and making sure that we're as prepared as we can be as well, too. So, you know, there's obviously a lot of time, but time goes by pretty quickly. And you want to make sure you take those steps that you need to when you have to, because I think no different than any, you know, successful team. It's never just one move. It's going to be, you know, that development of that one player that's on our roster right now is no different than, you know, any addition you make from here on out. So I think it's going to be important to have, you know, both those on ice on and off ice, you know, visions kind of having that same synergy and kind of moving forward together. Awesome. Kyle, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Good luck in the bid process. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it.